Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Run with Za, where it's not just about the run, it's about how we the run sustains us in life. Today, I am here with Mark Washburn, an active uh, run streaker and also the current president of the International Run Streak Association. So Mark has, um, I think he joined on at 2011, is that right? I, yeah, I, I uh, became uh, the manager, the president in 2011. Okay. Yep, and then ever and as soon as he um, became the president, it went from the United States Running Streak Association to the Streak Runners in- International, established in two thousand twelve. Right. Well, we still use the United States. What happened in two thousand eleven? We were just accepting people from the United States. So I asked our board in two thousand twelve early whether we wanted to expand it to the world, and they said sure. So they came up with Streak Runners International as our name. Okay, nice. Well, thanks for joining us, Mark, and I'm um, excited to have you and kind of um, complete the the interview that we did with John Strumsky on Monday and how him and Don f- kind of formulated the Run Streak Association and now, you know, having you taking over and um, seeing what sort of changes happened over the years and how many more people were inspired and um, and and anything else that you want to to add, but if you want to, to start with a little bit of background about yourself and your own run streak, um, we'll be excited to hear about that. Well, yeah, thanks, Eliza. Um, I started in uh, the last day of the 1980s, December 31st, 1989, and um, it, I didn't even really intend it to be a streak until I was like two or three weeks into it. Uh, what happened is I, um, at the time, I'm a college professor now, but at the time I was going for training to be a stockbroker and they sent us to Detroit for I think a two or three week session and so I organized everybody to run and when I came back I was like oh I've gone three weeks in a row uh, with, I wonder, wonder how long I've ever gone in a row so I noticed that when I was training for my first marathon the New Jersey Waterfront Marathon I had gone 50 days so I was like okay let's see if I can get hit 50 days and today it's eleven thousand four hundred and um, I lost the number four hundred and forty-five. Okay, eleven thousand three hundred forty-five. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, not bad, not bad. So, do you yeah. keep? Um, and how do you do record keeping? When we're talking with John on on Monday, you know, we're talking about how streak runners tend to be very te- tedious record yes. keepers. Um, yes. what's, so, what's your method? Of madness. Well, it started with uh, 1984 for Christmas. My boss, she knew I was a runner, so she gave me the Jim Fix logbook. Hmm. Uh, I think Jim Fix might have, he's the guy who wrote the book about running that got a lot of people interested in it. And I think he died of a heart attack maybe that year. So I got the Jim Fix logbook and uh, it started in 1985. And I've Pretty much other than one year, I've been using his logbook, or now it's put out by somebody else, but it's the same logbook. So I record all my runs, I add them up at the end of the year, and how many races I've done at the end of the year, and I carry it forward. So I know at the end of last year, I have covered 58,776 lifetime miles, and I have run 868 races, mm-hmm. including two virtual races. Those are my first two yeah. virtual races this year. 
then how did what did you think about the virtual races what what distance were those uh, well, I did the Boston Marathon. Um, for me, I had done the last 15 Boston Marathons. Not that I'm a really good runner. It's just I'm old, so it's easier to get in nowadays. Yeah. So I've done the last 15. I usually just squeak in there, but somehow I keep on going. And uh, so this year I did the Boston Virtual Marathon mm-hmm. from my home. So uh, And then I did a, a 5K race. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really crazy about the virtual races. I really need people there to kind yeah. of keep me going. So um, I'm looking forward to racing, getting started again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's uh, opposite for me because I, I ran Boston in 2009, and it was like crowd screaming the entire way, 26.2 miles, and I'm like, yes. I've just yeah. that doesn't motivate me. I ran a, a – a race in Washington state and I was basically alone the entire time. And I'm like, and I ran my fastest three seventeen at, at, at rolling wow. Hills and you know, nobody to run off of. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, that's a different breed, I guess. But, um, <laughs> and, well, the, the loneliness of the long distance. Yeah. Story, you, thought, you fit that description. Um, <laughs> you, sometimes those big races, it's hard to get going in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think there's probably a, a middle point where you don't want it to be as big as uh, I've done New York, Chicago, Boston, uh, D.C. And uh, so those races, they tend you don't really get your best times out of it just yeah. because of the crowds. You're trying to yeah, get through people yeah. elbow to elbow. Yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I'm, and we met in um, 1200. We met in Florida. Um I believe December 2019 running with yes. the Raven. Yep. And I, I remember that was a big, Oh, that was your, on the yeah, 31st, I, I believe. Well, this the year is the 31st, but it was my 30th anniversary. 30. 30 so, oh, right. Okay. Raven is 15 years ahead of me. <laughs> okay. Minus a day. So I, uh, I started on the 31st. He started on January 1st. Mm-hmm. So I am of the school that uh, you've completed one year on the day before what would seem like be your anniversary. Yep. So I celebrate on the 30th, and he follows that same school where you mm-hmm. celebrate on the 31st. Yeah. So, um, and I believe you had a minimum. What's your minimum? Yeah, my minimum is three miles a day. Okay. And is that what usually... For the most part, run or what's, what's um lately? I've um, lately at the last well last dozen years, I've hit over two thousand miles a year. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, I think you have to average five and a half miles a day. Okay. So yeah. I hit a lot. Of, I do a lot of three miles, especially like if I'm teaching, I will and you know I have an early morning class. I'll just do the three miles. If I, I run with a group on Saturdays, we usually do eight miles. And then if I'm training for a marathon, I can do up to 20 miles for some of those runs. Mm-hmm. And what has been your, I guess, your hardest time to run through? So this is what, over, I guess, just 30, just hit 31 years this past December? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So within 31 years, I'm sure, you know, you've encountered a lot. Um, is there any anything big well, the one that gets a lot of press is mm-hmm. I did the Richmond Marathon mm-hmm. in 2015, and uh, uh, I had uh, I got a flu shot that week, and uh, I was I don't know I just wasn't right, and uh, so at the end of it, Richmond's going downhill, and uh, 
I either tripped or my wife thinks I fainted because I didn't try to break my fall. Mm. So I broke my nose and mm. uh, I had a concussion. I don't remember falling. I don't remember uh, being in the medical tent. I don't remember being in the ambulance. I don't remember being in the uh, emergency room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing I remember is like six o'clock at night. Um, and uh, they kept me overnight and they, you know the doctors are like well this is it you can't run they knew i because i had a streak shirt on mm-hmm. that uh you know I, I was gonna run and they're like no you're not so they released me at three o'clock and by three thirty, i was out there yeah getting in my three three miles nice uh it was kind of a uh it was it was at the end of the marathon actually i i ended up uh, qualifying for Boston, so I must have like been really close to the finish. Um, my friends who were there said that people, you know, when I got up, my face was bloody. People were cheering. Um, uh, there's a guy from Runners World, um, Bart Yasso, and uh, I, I saw him at the Chicago Marathon. And I introduced myself as the head of the Running Streak Association. He goes, I know you. You're the guy that fell at Richmond. Because <laughs> he was there, and uh, it actually made the Richmond News. Runners World did a story on it, so that was my big <laughs> moment of being close. But, I, you know, I, I, I got through it, so that's, that yeah. was important. <laughs> and then so far as um, injuries throughout the... 31 years, I'm sure there's... Well, mm-hmm. I'm sure you are like me. I've had uh, all of them. Yeah. And everything. You know, mm-hmm. you just... Uh, for me, I think uh, a lot of times it's that first mile. You know, when you start off, uh, something's bothering you. And so most people would just turn around. But mm-hmm. since we have streaks, whether it's a mile or in my case, three miles, we just kind of keep on going. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I've like I've had a you know plantar fasciitis, Achilles problems, calf problems, anywhere on the leg problems mm-hmm. through the years. Yeah, and I think it's um, yeah, the same thing. You know, you you get out there, you start running, and you know it's it's kind of like the mind telling you it's basically control. Stop. Yeah, controlling Don't the mind it. and just just letting it go and kind of laughing at it like oh it's too cold you're gonna your ankles hurting your knees hurting you're you didn't bundle up right you're you know all these excuses and it's kind of get you have to get through that first mile before you your mind finally is gives up and it's like okay i guess you're out here i'm just gonna quiet down and (laughs) let you get through and i'm sure you've experienced this but usually after the first mile the pain kind of goes away. If it doesn't, then you know you're really seriously injured. But in a lot of cases, it's, you know, once you're out there and you make your commitment, you're, you you go through it and you're fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are, there have been times that I'm sure you've had experiences too, when you're like, Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. how am I going to get through this? But somehow you do. Yeah. And there's definitely, it takes that commitment to, the streak, you know, a lot of days we just, we wake up and we run. That's just what we do. But it's the times that we're injured where we're like, you know, like one time I, I think I had a fractured rib or something and I was running. Um, I, I felt like someone, if someone saw an animal running, they'd shoot it out of its pain <laughs> because it was horrible. And everyone, you know, not like anyone was watching me, but I'm thinking, oh, great. If people see me like this is. I just, I don't really care, but um, this is just not good right now. And I just hobbled through a few miles and um, 
But then it just made me more grateful for those times where I'm able to run pain-free and healthy. Yeah. But uh, I like the fact that you use the word, the C word, the committed word. Because mm-hmm. uh, normally when I'm being interviewed, uh, uh, you know, because I, I, I'm part of this group and you know, I, run, I manage the group, uh, the one question I get almost every interview are, is, are you obsessed? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are your street runners obsessed? And I usually say, no, we're just committed, we're dedicated. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you use that term as opposed to saying we're obsessed. Yeah. Because we're not. And that actually, we're just dedicated. Yeah, that goes back to um, actually my college essay I wrote when I was only a year into the streak. And I was reading it to my dad, and I said, addicted to running. And he did not like that word addicted, but he changed it to committed. And like ever since then, it's like, because addicted has that definitely negative connotation. I mean, I might, yeah. I might have an addictive personality. You know, if I really want to know something, I go all in and research and know everything about it addiction wise. Um, right. But yeah, same with obsessed. Um, and I was talking <laughs> with John Stromsky on Monday and he, he said the same thing. You know, you can be obsessed about something, but it can be a, a positive obsession you know, instead of being negatively uh, a negative obsession. So same, you know, I think dedicated, dedicated and uh, committed, you know, definitely disciplined. We have all these kind of positive attributes that can come from, Absolutely. it doesn't, you know, in some ways it doesn't have to be a, a daily run. It can be a, any sort of daily ritual that I'm sure these positive attributes can, can come. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, especially you have a whole list of people that are running every day. It's, um, it's, you know, definitely a quirky bunch, <laughs> but I think, you know, still it's getting out there and, um, committing to something positive every single day, like committing to yourself, taking that time to run, taking the, the, the time to get outside and appreciate life, you know, essentially. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm guessing you're not a uh, treadmill person. You're an outdoor person. Yeah, and I gave up the treadmill. It was actually in 2009 because I was, after my first marathon, I I suffered from IT band injury. Yeah, and I I had to like hold my IT band in place while I was running for a few months. (laughs) And yeah, and that was like during the winter time. So I did a lot of treadmill running to try to keep my muscles warm. And I was that uh, April was the Boston Marathon, so I had to keep training. Um, and you know, once it was spring and I was healthy again, I just decided, you know, like it's okay if people run on the treadmill, but for me, I just feel like it's just a little cheating in some ways. You know, I feel like for me, I make things a little harder on myself, and I want to brave the elements. Or um, I've had a few indoor, just like running around inside when it's especially when I was pregnant and it was icy. But other than that, um, yeah, I haven't ran on the treadmill since 2009. <laughs> wow. Well, so. that, that's good. I can't remember. 2009, was that the bad weather Boston Marathon or um, you had pretty nice weather that year? I mean, it wasn't horrible. I, I remember it was uh, a little bit rainy, 40 degrees, not not too windy. So It was not, not the nor'easter. I remember oh. doing that. That might have been the year before year after something like that so yeah maybe the, there's yeah. been some challenging Boston marathons yeah I'm years. sure and especially since it's straight you know and <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't help you know you don't have the you're only running one direction right that's true yeah you hope the wind's at your back yep and if it is <laughs> then it's a good year but yeah 
I've run through nor'easters and rainstorms and all kinds. I had uh, the flu one year trying to get through it. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's, it has its challenges. So that's one of your streaks is the Boston every year, right? For the past well, 13? Yeah, I've done, mm-hmm. I've done it uh, 16 years. Um, I'm nowhere near the longest Boston streak. I think the guy is over 50 years right now. They oh, actually wow. have a club called the Quarter Century Club, mm-hmm. which we have some of our streakers um, as part of. Uh, mm-hmm. But you have to do 25 years in a row of Boston in okay. order to get into it. Yeah. So I don't think it's – I'll be in my 70s if I do it. So yeah. I don't think <laughs> I'm going to make it. But, you know, it's a goal to have out there. Nice. Mm-hmm. So are there any other um... – you know, you have the, the minimum three miles. Anything else to your streak that uh, you tend, as far as ritual-wise, that you tend to do? Uh, you mean, like, uh, do workouts and stuff like that? I, I pretty much, uh, to me, that's a lot, doing, yeah. doing the three miles. So I try, try to simplify not to have too many things. I usually yeah. do push-ups and sit-ups and stretching before running, but not not every run so but i've always done three miles always been able mm-hmm. to get out there and uh someday i think well maybe i'll go down to a mile but it hasn't yet happened yet so yeah as long as i can keep on doing it i'm gonna do it and the options always there so i i never thought i would do i don't think i've actually never ran just one mile even the because ray was born 3 p.m on tuesday i had to run you know that day still so i ran about 8 p.m i still ran like 17 minutes, which I was like, oh, this is definitely, you know, a mile, over a mile, maybe a mile and a half. So <laughs> you are, uh, Eliza, you are an amazing athlete. As before we uh, did this interview, I was saying that I think you were the first to actually run through pregnancy, or at least the first I remember. Uh, we've had a couple since then, but it's still such an amazing co- accomplishment hmm, well, to thanks. be able to to do that so you're an amazing athlete well thank you i appreciate it and i think it was all not all fueled but a lot of it was fueled by the fact people told me i couldn't do that so if somebody tells me i can't do something you know i'm I'm gonna do it and (laughs) make it possible make it possible that that is me too yeah Mm -hmm. don't tell me i can't do something yeah you know you want to do it even more so uh you know we've had our critics through the years like oh you should be running every day but for me i i just think it's really uh, the health benefits have outweighed it uh as i said i'm not really that great of an athlete but i've been able to get in boston for the last 16 years and i don't think i would have done it had i not been as consistent mm-hmm. with my training with with my running yeah so and it is about that consistency too i mean it's even if it's just the monotonous run every day, um, might be mundane for some people. It's the consistency and that, you know, once again, that commitment of doing it every single day that I think definitely adds that up. That's true. Mm-hmm. Although I don't like uh, the word monotonous. Um, yeah. It reminds me of there's an um, author for Runner's World, Dr. George Sheehan. Mm-hmm. He's from my home state of New Jersey. Uh, anyway, he said running is the type of sport that you have to be with your innermost thoughts for a half hour, hour every day. Mm-hmm. So he said, if that's the issue, that is not the sport, that's the problem. Yeah. You know, so I look forward to getting out there and, you know, I don't have music on. I just, with my thoughts and it's always, you know, something 
keeps me going that I that I enjoy doing. Yeah, I think exactly. And after talking with a lot of streakers, it's it's never really about the run. It's about uh, connecting with ourselves every day. And you know, sometimes we have that space that we get from a run where we can maybe react better or decide to you know, make a, a better decision or, you know, react in a more positive way instead of impulsively doing something. So it's, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's jump into the, um, the streak registry. So when, just to recap, talking to John Strumsky on Monday. So the, um, 1994 was the first running streak list by George Hancock. We kind of talked about, and there was 51 runners and, to this day, you get so you gave me a number. Uh, well, I guess, and then the streak wasn't registry wasn't formulated until what? Let's see, the year two thousand. Year two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Although he didn't have the first list, uh, or at least uh, I didn't get the first list until April. He had the first newsletter in April of two thousand one. Okay. So I know that as soon as I got it, this was, I was like, this is great. So I uh, uh, sent in my money, and, and uh, they had 12 people that had signed, that were part of the group. And so I'm unlucky number 13 <laughs> nice. membership in, yeah. in, in the group. Um, we did, um, so George came out with that list. I didn't make the original list, although my streak had started. Uh, but somewhere along the way, I learned about George Hancock, so I did get on some of his later lists. Hmm. Um, we in, I don't know if John Stromsky told you this, but uh, George had an agreement with the guy from Ultra Marathon World. Uh, his name was David Balecki, hmm. and so he did this Ultra Marathon website, and so we streakers, our list, George's list was put on, on that which kind of shows you what they thought of us yeah. at the time. We were, you know, okay, we're kind of out there, so we're going to put you with the crazy people that run more than a marathon. <laughs> so we were on that, and then um, George and John got together and decided to, um, you know, I guess John approached George about uh, forming the United States Running Strength Association, and so he did. And uh, so John was the president until 2011. And I'm sure he told you this, but his streak had ended. And, uh, he was looking to retire, move out. So he asked who wanted to take it over. And uh, so it came down between me and a guy from Seattle, Washington. And I really think I got the job because I was willing to drive to Maryland to pick up the files, mm-hmm. you know, living in New Jersey. So <laughs> yeah. they, they made me, uh, they put me in charge. And, you know, it's kind of a small little group, but it just really has taken off. Um, mm-hmm. We're close to 4,000 streaks. That includes retired and active streaks. And uh, we're now in, uh, when I took over, we were just in the United States. And so in 2012, I asked our board whether we wanted to expand and take on international runners. It was really slow to get started at first, but now we have um, 52 countries. We have street runners from 52 countries nice. that are part mm-hmm. of our group, and it's growing. It keeps on growing mm-hmm. you know, every day. It seems like I get more and more streets come in. So you want to tell a little bit about um, the, the definition of a streak and how, you know, if somebody completes these requirements, how they go about becoming part of the association? Well, our requirement is you have to do a mile a day 
uh, I apologize, I don't know the exact meters, although we have it on our website, how many meters that is, because obviously uh, we have people outside the country. So you have to do a mile a day, and once you hit a year, then you can uh, uh, send in your membership, and we you know, put you on the list. Um, the only people I really challenge for the list is, uh, for example, I just got one guy whose uh, streak was over 45 years, and he's just submitting it for the first time. So I was like, boy, you know, people are going to be a little upset putting you on here. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to make sure we verify it. So he, he sent me all kinds of documentation. In fact, he went through his logbook, and uh, I thought he would just use his camera so he could just show me that he had it, but he ended up scanning. Oh, wow. Whole, Logbook. Uh, luckily, he had like 50, uh, 50 uh, days on a, a page. Yeah, he ended up sending me that, and uh, he did have some articles. I also looked for, are there any articles from the past, and he did have that. So we did put him on. Others, however, um, if they didn't keep track of their streak, if they didn't use a logbook, and if they if their streak goes back to say the 20th century, the 1900s, um, usually we're challenged. So I have a few that I do hold up, uh, but normally we don't, as long as, you know, if it's a new streak, we don't really challenge it unless, again, it's, you know, it's going to be in our top 100 mm -hmm. streaks out there. Okay. All right. Hold on. I just, that was my, stop. That was Ray, if anybody heard that. My Ray, son. Ray. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then I, th I believe the rules changed. It used to be a continuous mile. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, John had put that in, and, uh, and it, it makes sense. However, I ran into a problem trying to enforce it. In, um, I, it might have been 2015, uh, they, um, someone said, okay, if I tie my shoes, do I have to start the mile all over again? And so there was literally 250 comments from people, and hmm. some of them were not very nice comments. Yeah. People are putting little puppies in there to kind of calm people down. <laughs> so uh, it became, you know, for me, and I ended up writing uh, a couple pages about what the streak really meant, especially to the older people. Uh, I'm sure you started before there were Garmin watches. Um, mm -hmm. I started before there were Garmin watches. So, you know, if we stop to, say, tie our shoes or if you lived in a city to look both ways before you crossed the street, uh, we wouldn't think to start all over again. But people were interpreting that. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the newer people, they would be like, okay, we have to start exactly all over again. So mm -hmm. I... Uh, took that took that wording out of the definition. Hmm, okay. And because it be, became more of a problem. Now, uh, we still want people to run a mile a day. I, I get a lot of walkers who said, well, mm -hmm. I walk faster than a lot of people can run. Can we put it, can we be put our, be put on the list? And I'm like, well, this is the, the running streak association. So we keep track of runners, yeah. not walkers. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess I'm a, a literal thinker because for me, I've maintained that consistent mile. Um, you know, if I, there's only, I believe three times in my run streak where I, for example, one time I actually fell 
literally sprained my ankle at seven minutes in, which I wasn't yet to a mile. So I, it was a pretty bad sprain. And so I had a, oh, no. <laughs> that was when I was coaching a cross country team. And of course they wanted to run in the woods, not to blame it on them, but they wanted to run in the woods on a very um, wet, rainy day. So I rolled my ankle on a rock and had to start my streak over. And another time um, I fell, you know, before a mile, not a bad fall, but I was like, well, start over. Um, (laughs) And even, um, you know, if uh, a red light would stop me, I'd run like in circles and in like physics, they call it the positive x direction like you always have to be running forward so i'd i'd always keep that in mind i'm not going to be stopping or when i turn around i turn around in a way i'm still running forward you know instead of like instead of running basically you're running backwards if you'd stop and turn i'd do a little circle or you know sometimes even stoplights change my route completely and i'm like well i'm not stopping here i guess i'm turning or So well, I, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, they would they would run, you know, they would do the mile. But it, it again, it became too much of an issue. We tried to simplify things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm guessing you live more in a um, rural area as opposed to a city. But you know, people stopping, looking, you know, they so it yeah. it, it just became more of an issue. So I took it out. It really, um, I think I, one person said, okay, I was taken off the list because of this. And so we put her back on the list. But for the most part, it didn't really impact people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, most people, whether, you know, if they thought that they should do a continuous mile, they've done a continuous mile. So it hasn't been, as far as I'm you know, as, since I'm the person that has to enforce this, it hasn't been a big issue, but we were, you know, getting safety concerns, like people running into the streets, thinking yeah. that they, you know, they couldn't just stop at a stop sign, you know, so I just said, well, why don't we just make it a mile? So that's yeah. what we did. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let me, I'm looking through any uh notable happenings from well besides making this association international from so it's been about 10 years you've been president i just wanted you to to let you know that john strumsky um had great things to to say about you and he knows that you know you're handing the association over to you has just made it what it is today so he's very grateful and He's mm-hmm. kind, but there would be no association <laughs> yeah. without John and George putting it together. I just kind of came in, mm-hmm. and uh, I was lucky that the, so, as we said, the social media kind of took off. Mm-hmm. So, as I mentioned, when I took over, I think we had less than 40 people on our Facebook page. And uh, while I was waiting for this call, I looked at our Facebook page, and we're up to uh, over five, uh, 5.2 thousand wow. uh, people on our Facebook page, and we have uh, a, uh, close to 4,000 streaks that we have certified through the years. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just really has taken off. Uh, I've been also benefited because we hired somebody to uh, update our website. And when mm-hmm. we did that, yeah. that really attracted a lot of people made a lot easier when john did it and when i first 
did it, we, you know, people would uh, mail us their application to get in. Yeah, I remember and I that. Have to type type it in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I looked at you. You joined pretty quick, two thousand four. Oh, that's when okay. I have you you joining. You said you had been running about a year mm-hmm. when that happened. Yeah, I remember. Um... Because we, we didn't get a computer until, so my streak started September 2002. We didn't, you know, we were only a year into to having a computer at home, basically. And that's when, um, you know, I was about over a year into the run streak. And I'm like, I wonder if, you know, anybody else is has this run streak. So that's when I was like, oh, yeah, there's this thing called Google. You know, that was relatively new. I know, yes. I, yeah, I feel like I'm talking I, like I'm so I old. they're going to make it that Google company. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I Googled longest run streak or something. And that's when I stumbled across the association. And I'm like, you know, I felt like less insane, you know, <laughs> that I was running every day. And that's when I, um, let's see, I guess my, because my dad originally told me not to run every day and forbid me from running on our country roads that are um, from our house and you know, but then it's funny because you also met my dad three years later. He started his own streak, and yes. he's, he's over 15 well, years. <laughs> when I was pulling up your files, I had a whole family. I had your uncle, yep. your, dad, your dad, you, uh, I don't know, like three or four. Oh, your, your husband's in it, too. Yep. Well, yeah, ex, right? ex-husband. We're still, we're still friends. But, yeah, his he was at five five years and then ended his streak the day before a emergency brain um, surgery. Right, yes, <laughs> yeah. he, he wrote to us about that. Yep. Yeah, we have that. Mm-hmm. And then my brother did the the one year. Um, so, yeah, I was talking with John on Monday, and he, he remembered my dad contacting him, and we're trying to get the world record for the most family members. <laughs> well, you, uh, I think some other families, there's some yeah. family in Minnesota that has all their kids Nice. involved in that too so yeah um, that's good well you know and I like how you know the run streak it's not really you know it's not at all about competition whatsoever you know it's like you know I started in 2002 you know it's not like I'm I'm racing to to get the person ahead of me it's like you know every day we're just out there yeah, running the it's not, yeah so I think you're uh are you in the top 10 of women um I'm number 11 uh, so you're close out well, there. Yeah, but it's not like I'm I'm waiting for someone to fall off either. It's just, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, <It's>, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, I know. And when I was talking to Mark Covert, we, we talked about this. You know, it's not like, you know, I'm setting a goal to run the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years of my life. It's like, you know, I, I said, if, if I reach the age of 60, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll get to the, to, you know, I'll get old and be alive, and if that's the case, I'll probably yeah. still be running. <laughs> yeah, well, good so, for you. Um, yeah. The Streak Association, you, you mentioned long streaks. We have three big occasions coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two guys in 2021 who will hit 50 years, Steve DeBoer in June mm-hmm. and Alex Galbraith in December. Both of them hit 50, right. and... Uh, Ron Hill has the longest running streak in the world, but he retired his. So, believe it or not, John Sutherland from California, he will tie Ron Hill on July 3rd. Mm-hmm. And if all goes well on the 4th of July, yeah. the American will pass the British <laughs> top streak runner in the world. So, nice. kind of a, 
ironic that it's going to happen on the show. Oh, yeah, July, that's true. <laughs> that, that is going on. So we have we have a lot of big occasions. I just told Steve DeBoer he's, uh, he's going to have something going on in Minnesota, so I'm going to be there. Nice. Uh, oh, that's be there for his anniversary. Mm-hmm. Although we had a little dispute because he believes that you should celebrate on the anniversary so he started his streak on june 7th mm-hmm. 1971 so he's having his party on june 7th i'm like no steve you should have it on june 6th yeah <laughs> he, was not, he was not buying that and yeah. john sutherland was the same way mm-hmm. he celebrates on the start of the next year and that's actually what i do not like well we need to have a um disagreement here but oh I, okay <laughs> all right well i don't i mean what do you do when you celebrate you just go out and run really but <laughs> i see but it as celebrate the start of a new yeah. year yeah. So I, but I didn't really like understand that. You know, I was probably ten years or whatever in. I'm like, oh, technically your year ends before your anniversary date. So I'm like, whatever. You know, I'm just I'm just running. So it's, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've, I've kind of um, I've went through the years of my streak and. You know, each because everybody, you know, you go by the new year, the 2020. 2021 but I just in my life I kind of see my year as like my streak year and what's happened what's changed over life and so I tell yeah I'm in my 19th year of running instead of saying you know 18 plus years I don't know Uh just just some of these quirks we do we have these quirks and there is kind of like a dispute on when we should celebrate our anniversaries but Mm -hmm. I am of the school that (laughs) You should start, um, well, I, I look at it this way. If you started your streak on January 1st, you would get your first day on January 1st. If you got married on January 1st, you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't be married a day until January 2nd. Mm-hmm. So that's why you, you count different for a streak anniversary as opposed to a wedding anniversary mm-hmm. because you're starting on the day. So you would do 365 days on December 31st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the logic behind it. I don't know if that makes sense to your listeners out there, but that's <laughs> my thinking on it. Yeah, and we've had a friend that you know decided to do a year streak, and he did exactly 365 days, and then he was done. <laughs> well, believe it or not, there's uh, quite a few people on our mm-hmm. list that you know they want to make the goal that they do they run 365, or if it's a leap year, 366, yeah. and uh, that is a popular day to to end the streak. Mm-hmm. Um, most people, however, it's an injury. I mean, we do know people that get off on like 500 days or 2,000 days or a particular number of years, but most people, it's an odd number that they their streak stopped. Mm-hmm. And yeah. believe it or not, a lot of those people start again. People whose streak ended for whatever reason because they've been in that habit, they just want they just want to continue mm-hmm. with the new streak. Mm-hmm. And that's what people have asked me over the years. You know, well, what would happen? You know, if you missed a day, and my answer has always been, I'll just run the next day. You know, it's yeah. not about you know Maybe losing we out. Try a little Eliza, I think. If we, <laughs> yeah. If our streak well, you know, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> there's still, you know, those nights they wake up and in the middle of the night, and you know make sure okay yeah i did i did my run okay <laughs> but yeah so yeah and then the way um we we ended jim uh or sorry john strumsky's interview on monday uh he was not hesitant but you know he was talking about 
you know, what, what is the future of the Run Streak Association? So, um, you know, he was saying worst case scenario, someone, some running uh, historian takes over the list or whatever. And um, I assured him that I, I think especially, you know, what you've, you've done as the president now and uh, how much interest there's been over the years, like you said, with social media. And I kind of just see it as the beginning um, of this association. And there's a lot more future ahead of it. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I'm glad you mentioned history because that's my day job. I am a college history professor. So uh, that's kind of the way I looked at it when John said he wanted to retire. I just thought this would be, you know, important to keep this thing going from a historical point of view. So uh, uh, hopefully we'll get somebody new to take it over. Uh, It's kind of running itself now. Uh, I still have to approve new streaks coming in. And as I said, I hold up streaks that are from the 20th century just to do a little vetting on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do approve people for our Facebook page and things like that. But um, it kind of runs itself. So, you know, hopefully someday someone will take it over from me, which mm-hmm. I'm sure will happen, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but someday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more and more people will be inspired and um, it'll continue to just be out there. I think it's a, you know, obviously I'm I'm a big part of it and I, I just see it as, you know, having that practice of something positive in your life, even if, even if it's just a mile, committing to that one habit, that one ritual, yeah. you know. Absolutely, so, I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I think more and more people will be inspired to get healthier and, you know, mind, body, and spirit. So it's, um, that's what running is, I think, at the end of the day. It is. Yeah, I I definitely think it's, you know, it's uh, something that's been important to me. And uh, I'm grateful to have started this habit that I started in my 20s and keep on. I'm in, I'm in my 60s now. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I still look forward to getting out there every day. Mm-hmm. And does your wife also have a streak? She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, her name's Diane, and uh, her streak she she had two streaks. Uh, well, she's got one going, but her first streak lasted five years, a little over five, five and a half years, mm-hmm. and she started a new streak, and that is in the six hundreds now. Okay, nice. Streak. Yeah, and then do you guys run together often or not? What's... We do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we ran together this morning um a new semester starting uh, i'm teaching remotely so i'm at okay. home yeah but uh i still have to kind of get up earlier on days that i teach so uh we got up and at six this morning mm-hmm. we went out there and did three miles together nice yeah yeah i've always for myself i've always been a lone runner i'd like to run with my dog but um yeah i know it's it's nice to to have that time with your wife, I'm sure, and then you move on with your day and see each other later. Or I guess you're home, so you see each other all the time. We do. <laughs> we, we, we have two kind of routines. We run in the morning, and then after dinner, we take we take a little walk. Mm-hmm. Nice. Almost every night, unless it's raining, but uh, we're usually out there no matter what, mm-hmm. walking. Yeah, and especially in the East Coast these days, it's gets a little questionable. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for your 
about 2000. Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else um, you want to say about the this association or anything? Oh, uh, no, I think yeah. you, you, asked, you asked great questions. Oh, uh, so just, uh, I, you know, uh, when you uh, finish, and for any of these people, if you want to send me your blog, I would put it in our newsletter. I put, um, I, I put in the one from Raven. Mm-hmm. I think you, your first one, maybe, or your dad. Oh, yeah, my dad, and then the Raven, and then um, Mark Covert I, I interviewed. That was, I was I don't excited. even know if I saw Mark Covert. Okay. I don't know if you, I was copied on that. But anytime you do, just let me know, and okay. I'll make sure that it shows up in our newsletter. We have a, what we have now an online page, so mm-hmm. I have all the links where people can just uh, go uh, link it to him and you know go to your page or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited. I started. Um, you probably saw on the Facebook because all these there was a bunch of women asking questions. You know about running a pregnancy, and you know I was kind of talking with them, and then I'm like, why isn't there a Facebook group even for women streak runners? So that's when I created that Facebook group, and you should, you know, I mean, sorry you can't join, but <laughs> you should see how how. Um, appreciative all these women are for having this kind of designated in some ways support group or community yeah. of streak runners. So that's been exciting well, too. I think that's the whole idea with, with our group. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we started off as a, a running group, but you know, we went into streak running that became part of it. You know, so you're just kind of, uh, there's a Swedish streak running group. I think there's even one from Denmark. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we kind of branched out through the years. Yeah. But we still have that main page yep. that people want to post. We always look forward to their posts on Street Runners International. Nice, yeah. Cool, Mark. Well, thank you for your time today. Yeah. and um, Thank you, we'll, Eliza. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll see you at Raven's 50th. Well, wait, when is that? This uh, he just hit year 46, so we were at the 45th together. Okay. So, uh, when would it be? December 31st, um, 2024? Okay. If I tell my dad this, he'll put it on his calendar, so we'll... <laughs> <laughs> tell you that it was great meeting your dad, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, well, probably, that's a good goal. Hopefully all this, um, pandemic whatnot will be resolved by then, and, you know, we can all celebrate, so... Sounds like a plan. Let's, let's hope so. And, yeah. you know, you should go, if you get a chance, go to see Steve DeBoer in June. Because he's mm-hmm. going to have a lot of sweet Okay, there. cool. Yeah, sounds like so. a good. Nice. Well, great well, to. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Mark, and great to connect. And um, tell Diane hello, and uh, we'll be in touch. Okay, thanks, Liza. Okay. Thanks, yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining the Daily Run with Za, and um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye.